So hello to the mums who are not here and on the little recording. Thank you. Feel a little overwhelmed. It's really not such a big word to be recorded, but um, thank you for having me. Um, I do feel a bit like this word has been baked since I was preparing to come in March. So I was looking over it again. I was like, what was I going to say there? Oh yes, no, that's what I was going to say. Um, but really, it was more just a word of encouragement to mums. And um, I was so, I was thinking um, when Candace asked me for a picture of myself with um, one of my babies, and then she chose that picture of Cameron and I, um, it was 15 years ago. No. Yeah. Honestly, I thought it was someone's kid now because I thought it was I, I know. So and um, it was quite amazing. Thank you. You have an age. Um, and it was so quite amazing and I wanted to encourage you because you know my children, particularly the mom sitting here, um, that that was 15 years ago and you know Cameron now, 15 years. But then even more amazing is I thought if you minus 15 years from how old Matthew is now, Matthew was nine. That's a similar age to Malachi. Mm -hmm. Two and a half years old. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, if you can imagine what's happened in 15 years. And right now, you can't quite imagine that because you are so involved in this stage of your lives with your children when they're so small. But you know my children. And 15 years, that's Cameron's life. And 15 years, that's Matthew's life. And it's such a fruitful stage of our children's lives. And then when I saw that picture, I was like, wow, sure, you're a mom. You know, that's, that's what it means. So I wanted to talk, obviously, just around being a mom. And um, when I was planning and preparing, um, I was reminded of our visit to, I wanted to talk actually about Mary, and I was reminded of our visit to Israel. And um, the one of my highlights was when we visited the Church of Annunciation in Nazareth. And that is the church where they believe the angel appeared, appeared to Mary. And... It's, has anybody been to that church? It's, it's a remarkable church. It is huge. Um, the outside courtyard has got mosaics from countries around the world. Um, there's even a South African one um, that has been sent. And it's a... Oh, shame. Can do you want a tissue? Can I just... Oh, thank you. <laughs> And it's got mosaics from countries all over the world, and obviously they are of Mary because it's very Catholic. And it's a magnificent church. It is huge. I mean, it's, it's very massive. It's got wow. different layers. It's amazing. But they've built it over the ruins, over these rocks where supposedly the angel appeared to Mary. And I mean, obviously, we don't know if it is the actual site, but it's very beautifully done. And very, a lot of the ruins, you know, in Israel and Jerusalem and all that are quite um, tardy and quite, they're not, you don't actually feel the presence of God there. It's, they're, they're not actually amazing. But this, this place was very beautiful and I felt incredible presence of God there. And um, I'm not sure if it is because we are mums, but I do have an incredible affinity with Mary, you know. I imagine her as... This young woman, so now Cameron's age, like 14, they say, 13, 14, she was this young girl, and um, she was, in, it was her obedience that I think I'm always drawn to, as this young girl, she was incredibly obedient, incredibly bold, 
And then I was reminded again, so it was that church that I thought about when I was preparing and just how I felt in that space about Mary and how she must have felt when the angel appeared to her. And then I remembered being um, young when I met Stan. We were, I think we were dating and we were part of Hillcrest Christian Fellowship, which is City Hill now. And every year they used to put on a play at the end of the year, you know, Christmas play. And a friend of mine was Mary. And she sang Mary's song, um, and it was incredibly captivating. It was, I can remember it to this day, and I was way off being a mom. I don't, I'm not even sure if Tan and I were, were dating, but I just remember being, her name was Colleen, and she, she sang the song unbelievably, and it was about the obedience of saying yes to Jesus um, for being a mom. Um, and then I've been watching The Chosen, I've finished now, but um. As I said, we're a bit late to the party. I know everybody else has watched it. Have you all watched no, it? I haven't yes. actually watched it. Yeah, so I was I was very late to the party and because we thought, oh no, it's going to be lame. And then we, I started watching it and I was completely blown away by it. And I again was captivated by Mary and his couple of the, his mom, Mary, in a couple of the, um, in a couple of the scenes. So I wanted to share about just a couple of points about Mary, the mom. Um, and I thought to myself, just thinking about the Church of Annunciation and then thinking about that Mary, that song, her obedience, um, and I thought about how many of us boldly put our hands up to say, yes, I want to be a mom, and I, we actually thought, what were we saying yes to? And I mean, I know you have four children, yeah. and but I think about us who've just, like you, who've just had your first, yeah. and I know you prayed so long for these first yeah. children. And then there are times when you think, gosh, what was I actually saying yes to? <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's an incredible obedience to say yes. And I wanted to That's honor you here. today. Um, and thank you for saying yes. That's so good. Because you never relinquish the title of being a mom. And I think it, it really struck me when I was watching The Chosen. Mary never relinquished that title of being his mom. And there were so many times where she had to let him go. She didn't, she couldn't hold on to him. Um, and it must have been so incredibly hard for her to let him go and do the things that he had to do. And she just did. She just let him go. And Amazing. you will see as you, as they grow up, there are times where you do just have to let them go and get on with it. But you're still their mom. And it's that obedience that we have to do to say, thank you for saying yes every day. And it's every day you have to say yes to being a mom. So that was my first thing. I wanted to say thank you for saying yes to being their mom. And no matter how old they get, you never stop tending to their needs. And I know it can be tiring. Um, and I was thinking the other day, Matthew moved out of home before they got married. And um, I was making a lasagna for someone else, a meal for somebody else. Sam came into the kitchen and he said, what is that little silver dish thing? <laughs> yeah. I said, well, I've got a little bit of extra mints. I'm just going to make Matt a little dish he's moved out now and i said i know but i'm still his mom you know and in the one um season of um the chosen jesus is ministering all day and it's quite a funny story the disciples are going and being with him and sort of looking after the line and i don't know if you remember that one and but then they're coming back they're fighting around the fire do you remember i keep thinking all those tents they are like yeah they're intense and whatever these oaks are like so dope, but I think I probably would, we would probably be there fighting around the fire. And they're out and they're this and they're that. And Jesus is ministering all day. 
and he comes back and his mom is just a mom. She goes straight away to him. He is exhausted. He's such a man. He's absolutely exhausted. And he goes straight to his tent because he's so tired. And I mean, the disciples don't even notice he comes back. They're still fighting around the fire about something. And his mom gets up and she goes straight to him. Wow. And she tends to his knees. That's beautiful. She washes his feet and she says, come, you need to eat. You're tired, you know. And I thought to myself, we never stopped tending to their needs. Yeah, and he was like in his 30s. He was a man. He was 30-something. You know? And I thought, it's such a privilege as a mom to tend to their needs. And I know it gets tiring. And I know You're when they're very small. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but he, that's our job. You know, it's, it's we tend to their needs. Don't despise tending to their needs. It's, it's a beautiful gift that we get to do as their moms. doesn't matter how old you are. And then in another one of the series, she was desperate she was desperate to hear news about him. Um, she was quite frail. And she was lying on her bed. And the other Mary sneaks into the city. And um, in a cart. She's like hiding because they're obviously under persecution at the time. And she arrives at the home of Mary, the mother. And she's so concerned because the mom is obviously ill. And all Mary, the mother, wants to know is, how is my boy? Tell me about my boy. She is desperate to know news about him. And I thought to myself, are we like that with Jesus? You know, sometimes when we're moms and we're in the mom's room and we, we, we can feel like we're not part of the journey at the church. Like we, we feel like we're sort of stuck away and we are, and I know it's sitting here it's leaders ladies but not everybody is in that stage but you can feel like oh, what is the point I'm stuck in the back I'm not but when I saw that hunger of that mom I thought we need to never lose that hunger always be part of the journey she was asking questions and Mary was like worried about her she was like how are you and she said it was like don't worry about me tell me about him tell me about Jesus what has he been doing Where's he been going? What's he been doing? Who's he been healing? She was desperate to know. And I thought we need to remember as moms that we need to have, continue to have that hunger. So when we can't be part of a meeting, when our kids are sick and we can't come to the mom's meeting, or we can't get to church, or we can't get to prayer meeting, ask questions. What happened at church on Sunday? We have podcasts available. We've got you know, opportunity to hear, to ask, make sure we don't ever lose that hunger because of the stage of life we're in. Because we can. We can think, you know what, actually I'm tired. I, I, I couldn't get to prayer or my kids are sick all the time. And we go through seasons. I mean, so many people's children are sick, which is why they can't be here today. But make sure as the mom, we don't lose the hunger because our children will see that no matter what stage of life, my mom was always hungry to know about Jesus. And it's, it's, it's challenged me at times because there have been times where I've been tired and I've thought, actually, I'm not going to church. And I remember we were busy and it was a busy season and I thought, actually, I can't actually cope with double services. We were, I think we had three in, two in the morning and one in the evening. And I, and I remember just saying that. And I remember saying, that's it. We're not going to do the evening service. And, and I sat the children, Stan said, fine, babe. You, that's, he was very releasing. He said, okay, that's fine. I remember sitting the children down. They were teenagers. Matt and Matt and 
So guys, just to let you know, we, we're not going to go in the evenings. It's too much. We need to get ready for school. And and my kids were like, oh, shame, Mom, are you tired? That's fine. You can stay at home. We're going to church. <laughs> and then I remember, oh, okay, it's not actually my children. I, you know, I was trying to be all like, it's for my children. And no, it wasn't. I was actually just, you know, having a moment. And I realized, oh, okay, God, it is me. I actually just need to up my game. And actually, there's other things I need to prioritize in my life. But, um, so yeah, it was more that make sure we're always hungry, make sure we're always doing things um, for that. Even when it comes to things like home group, take turns if you're struggling to get to home groups or not get to home groups, talking to the fire guy, but do you know what I mean? It was make sure we're always hungry because when I saw that hunger in his mum's eyes in that series, I was like, oh, Lord, please make me always be hungry for the things of the Lord. And... Um, Part of the thing that I think has helped me in the different seasons of my children's lives has been my basket, which is why I bought my basket to show you what my basket looks like. So one of the things I found quite difficult with my children is that, you know, before you have children, you have such a lovely routine with your quiet time <laughs> and you have a space and you know where it is. And I used to have a chair and I had all my stuff set up in my chair and then your children start grabbing your stuff yeah. and they mess your stuff up and Jan must be in that stage of her life now and it's just everywhere and touch my stuff, you know, and it just becomes quite frustrating. So I was like, okay, now I need a basket because I never know where I'm going to be. I didn't know where I was going to be breastfeeding. They wake up in the night and you don't know how long you're going to be with them at the bed. You don't know if you're going to be in this room or you're going to be in that room or whatever. So I decided to put all my stuff in a basket because then I could just pick up my basket and go to the veranda if they were playing outside or pick up my basket and take it to the lounge where I was breastfeeding or and then everything was in one basket <laughs> so it was just a very practical thing that I wanted to help you with because it really helped me for that season of my life because I found I was getting frustrated and I thought no well actually there's something that I can do to just help so I've got a gift for everybody um, and it is a actually a friend of mine who works at the Mission Press. So they're not new. She said, oh, somebody gave me a box of these and it's obviously for you. They're not new, so they don't look brand new, but they, they are new. They obviously came off somewhere and they were. So they're a mom's devotion because I one of the oh, things wow. I also realized is sometimes when you're in this stage of life, you don't get hours of time with the Lord <laughs> because this happens. They cry and they need attention and they... So sometimes, actually, we need to do things that are easy for us. So sometimes, actually, a daily devotion is sometimes an easy thing to follow. And God, Sam used to be so frustrated. He'd be like, I can't believe the Lord's spoken to you. And you've had 10 minutes with him. I said, but God knows I only have 10 minutes. So it's a daily devotion that you can just, you don't have to follow it every day. But it's just a little book that you can have in your basket. Um, and then I'd also have things that I love. So I love coloring in. So I have a, a journal that is like a coloring journal that, so when I have more time, um, I have crayons. I have crayons, I have a pencil case full of crayons, I have, um, pen yeah, where's my pencil crayons now? I'm telling you I've got my pencil crayons, I can't find them here. Yeah, so I have pencil crayons, I have cheap ones, I don't, I mean, I just buy stuff and I throw it in my basket. I have my pencil case, I have... Somebody gave me this beautiful, all things new, 365 days devotion thing. I mean, it's old now, 
actually what so what I do is like I know that it's your birthday's coming up. What date's your birthday? Twentieth of November. Twentieth of November. So um, I might have given it away already, but then I'll find I'll think I'll be thinking about my friend, and I think oh, here's twentieth of November. Oh, you know what? And I'll just colour in her thing, and then I'll just rip it out, and I'll just give it to you on a Sunday. You know what I mean? It's things that actually help connect me with the Lord and connect me with my environment around me. So do you still use your basket? I use my basket still. Amazing. So I just keep my basket with me because it's got a, somebody else gave me old, um, what's her name? It's Walk in the Water, Devotions thing. So I've got lots of devotions in them. Sometimes I use devotions, sometimes I just read my Bible. Um, I mean, my favorite, these are my, my 50th birthday Ruth Choi Simons books that my family have bought me that have changed my life. You can have a look at them. Um, but it's it's changed my life because it's all here. It's not like scattered all over my house. And I don't have time to run around my house when I have five minutes to spend with the Lord. Um, and they snippets of time with the Lord. And the Lord can speak to us in those times. And it's not complicated. But God has called us to be moms. And it's a high calling and a high privilege. And so it was just a simple word today to encourage you to good. say, That's thank you good. for being obedient and saying a bold yes. So that was all my encouragement. So you can take these. It's got a little bookmark that you can put in your Bible and in your thing. And it's got a little coloring in thing as well. So oh, I hope you. you're encouraged. That's and beautiful. you're doing an amazing job, ladies. I love that. Because you don't get that chunky time. Like you don't. No, so no. Yeah. You don't. Unless you wake up at night. Exactly. So yeah. Just to be encouraged. You don't. God knows. And then, yeah. and then if it's